Hey there, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Zen Founder. Today we are talking about three things about grief that no one really tells you. If you follow the podcast for any amount of time or know anything about me or my work, you know that grief is something that I've spent a lot of time thinking about and writing about and talking about over the past few years. Grief has been a big part of my life through significant losses that I've experienced, but my own personal lens, I think, has helped me to really understand how much grief is all around us all the time. I work really intensively one-on-one with entrepreneurs and There is so much grief in the entrepreneurial life. And I don't say that as a pity party or to be whiny or to say, oh, this is really hard. But I say that to acknowledge that it is actually really hard. And when we want to be most effective in our professional lives and our personal lives, I think we do that by taking note of the actual difficulties that we're facing and making a plan for them or by moving directly through them, not by pretending that they're not hard or ignoring. So my work on grief is an attempt to help people have a language for what they're experiencing, and through that language to have a way to process and to work through, not to be stuck in hard things. This content is pulled from my recent book, Touching Two Worlds. If you haven't yet read it or listened to it, I recommend it. I think it's pretty good. It recently won a Nautilus Award Silver Prize. So apparently other people who read a lot of books think it's a helpful book as well. This conversation is also on my YouTube channel. YouTube is a little bit of a newer thing for me. You can check out how I'm moving along, how I'm navigating the video world by uh, finding me at Sherry Walling on YouTube. And one last thing, if this conversation about grief is really interesting to you, especially the work that I do with movement and grief, you may be interested in joining me for an in-person circus workshop, August 5th. And before you uh, believe that this is not for you, I want to assure you that it is for you. We've been able to help people do things they never thought possible on the flying trapeze and trick riding with horses, um, all kinds of circus apparatuses are accessible to all kinds of different bodies and all different ages. So if you'd like the 3D experience of how I try to use movement to help people work through grief, I would love to have a conversation with you about that event. So feel free to hit me up via numerous websites or (laughs) ways of finding me online. I'm not hard to get a hold of, and I would love to tell you more about how movement can potentially support you through your grief journey. Welcome to the Zen Founder Podcast. This is a place where we have conversations about mental health and entrepreneurship. We have a pretty broad conceptualization of what mental health means, sometimes depression, anxiety, sometimes relationships or physical health. The goal here is to bring some calm into the crazy roller coaster of ups and downs that is life for many entrepreneurs. I'm your host, I'm Dr. Sherry Walling. I'm a clinical psychologist and an entrepreneur, married to an entrepreneur, live in the world of entrepreneurs, and I'm so pleased that you have joined us for this conversation. Grief. 
I bet you did not think that was part of the entrepreneur experience. There's not much conversation about grief in hustle culture, but entrepreneurs are exposed to a lot of grief. I might say that they experience more loss than those in the general nine to five population. Entrepreneurs go big. They invest time, money, energy, lots of themselves into their business. And running a business involves a lot of loss. It involves things that happen that are outside of our control. It involves little failures and big failures and involves having team members or employees that you are excited about, but you know, then they leave. Grief is the emotional reaction to all kinds of different losses. Of course, we think of it most often as it applies to death, but there are all kinds of things that entrepreneurs experience that involve the emotional experience of grief. I unfortunately have known quite a lot of grief in my life. I lost my dad's cancer and my brother to suicide in a very tight period of time. And so for a while I was kind of immersed in the land of grief. I wrote a book about my experiences, which is called Touching Two Worlds. But it's a topic that is so near and dear to me. And as much as I would rather not have had the experiences that I had, I am grateful for the ways that they've given me some insights into how I can best support entrepreneurs when they are experiencing grief in the context of their businesses or their personal lives. So there are three things that I want to tell you about grief that are kind of unexpected. They were things that maybe nobody told me or I didn't really even learn about in graduate school when I was studying to support those who are experiencing grief professionally. The first thing I want to talk about is how grief is not linear. Too often we treat divorce, unemployment, or the death of a loved one, I think like a challenge, something that we have to overcome. Many of my clients expect to fight through the stages of grief from shock to acceptance, like levels in a video game, like things that they're just moving up through. Many of us have heard about the stages of grief from Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. And maybe it was in your introduction to psychology course or just in your cultural awareness. Those stages have been super helpful in helping all of us understand the multiple facets of grief. It's not just sadness. It can be anger. It can be bargaining. It can be denial. It can be this range of reactions. The way that Dr. Kubler-Ross talked about these grief processes in stages, though, I think kind of lends itself to this misperception that grief is something that we proceed through in a stair-step-like fashion. And the reality is that grief is not linear. It doesn't even have a predictable trajectory. Grief is not one intense emotional reaction that just eventually goes away. It comes in fits and spurts. It can take you by surprise. It comes and goes in a way that is pretty unpredictable. When you're in the middle of a grieving process, it can end suddenly and then maybe begin again in a way that you don't predict. I think being in grief is a little bit like being out on your surfboard in the ocean, you're riding some waves, you're feeling the swells, there's motion, you're watching for the big one that maybe you can catch in for some big movement or some big growth. But you have to sort of work with the timing of the water. You're not in control. You're just reacting to what's happening or responding to what's happening. Lots of entrepreneurs don't like this. <laughs> they want a predictable plan, a path to feel better after something difficult has happened. But when you battle the grieving process and expect it to end on a certain timeline, like two, three weeks, four weeks, you risk burnout and just emotional fatigue that can cause more problems. So understanding that grief is a journey and that you are kind of in it while you're in it and you're responding to it as it arises. 
one of the things that is really challenging about how we handle grief in our culture is that we do have these kind of timelines. You know, most of us have very little time away from work or from the office if we experience a significant loss. Maybe we get a few days of bereavement leave, or even if we own the company, maybe we take a week on the occasion of the death of our mother, but we expect ourselves to get right back in there. And so that rigidity in not being flexible with how grief ebbs and flows can cause some problems. So ask yourself some hard questions about what might need to change in your life. How has grief altered your ability to show up as an entrepreneur? What habits do you need to break or start or what space do you need to create so that you have room for the ebb and flow of grief? Another unexpected thing about grief that's important to mention is that grief disrupts relationships. Prolonged grief can be lonely. Those around us might lose patience with our sadness, with our process, if we don't get over it in a time frame that they expect. They can become detached or irritable, and we can feel that sense of isolation in our relationships. So if someone close to us is grieving, maybe one of our co-founders or a spouse, their grief is manifesting maybe differently than our grief. And this can lead to all kinds of confusion, tension, conflict, and sometimes resentment. Maybe in a relationship, one person wants to talk about grief constantly, right? They want to talk about that employee that left, that's just left this huge gap in the team. And the other person who's in that relationship, they don't want to talk about it. They want to move on. They want to be in action, not in reflection or not in conversation. Both of those reactions are pretty reasonable, but when those reactions conflict, it can cause problems in our relationships when we're in the middle of grief. This is where it can be super helpful to have a mental health professional in your relationship repertoire. You know, somebody that you can go to to talk about the things that have been lost or have not worked out. And again, these can range from a death to the loss of an employee, maybe the failure of a particular product launch, all the way to the failure of your company. Those things involve grief. And it's really helpful if you can access someone who is just there for your support, who doesn't have a vested interest in how you grieve and what time frame you grieve and what strategies are important to you in the middle of grief. A third thing that nobody tells you about grief is that grief is also physical. It doesn't just live in our heads, but grief is where the term heartache can become really literal. Those of us who have walked through deep grief have often experienced changes in our bodies and our bodies have held and reacted to the emotional weight of our experiences in a variety of ways. Chronic pain, headaches, sleep disruption, all kinds of physical manifestations can go along with our complicated emotional experiences. When I was in the midst of my deepest grief, one of the things that was most helpful to me was physical expression. I found a lot of healing in movement and really threw myself into a hobby in the circus arts. I have a TED talk about this if you want to check it out. It's called Why a Grieving Psychologist Joined the Circus. But I'm not the first or only one to put those things together. Dr. Mary Frances O'Connor in Arizona found that grief changes our brains. She spent her career studying the effect of grief on the body. One of the things that she's talked a lot about is how grief disrupts our pattern recognition. But you can rebuild new neural pathways and make new muscle memories that help you heal. You don't have to join the circus to change the way that your body and brain connect in light of an emotional reaction. But it is super helpful for you to have 
some way of moving emotional tension through your body. If you're not sure where to start, you can check out zenfounder.com or sherrywalling.com for information about the circus workshops that I host for people who are experiencing grief or any manner of heartache. But regular walks, being outside, yoga, tennis, anything that gets you in your body and gets you in your breath can be incredibly healing. Movement engages different aspects of the brain and it helps us move out of this sort of emotional memory, cognitive space and into different parts of our brain functioning. One other thing that I'll say about grief is that traditional talk therapy may not be enough. I'm trained as a psychologist. I do talk therapy. I believe in it. I think it's really important. But because of the physical nature of grief, it's one place where some of our traditional interventions may not quite fit the bill. In my own grief, I had the opportunity to participate in MDMA-supported psychotherapy, which is sort of falls under the umbrella of psychedelic-supported psychotherapy. And these are interventions where someone goes through a therapy process, but they are also utilizing a medication, in my case, MDMA, during an intense day-long therapy adventure, let's call it. So one of the reasons that this is so effective is because it does change our biochemistry, it changes the chemistry of our brains for a short period of time while we are able to dive into more complicated emotions without some of the more natural, well-traveled defenses that all of us have that might get in the way of us doing some of the healing work that we need to do. These therapeutic interventions are in the final phase of being approved by the FDA, the Federal Drug Administration, and hopefully will be available widely in the next couple of years. If you aren't ready for psychedelics or you're not in a place where you can access them, you can approximate this altered state or non-ordinary state through breath work, through intense meditation or yoga. Anything that really changes the experience of your body, even the biochemistry of your body, can be helpful in, of course, relieving depression, anxiety, but also in helping you come to a new place of peace, understanding, and acceptance as it relates to grief. Instead of seeing grief as something to rush through, give yourself permission to carve out space for joy, for meaning, to really be in the process, to see what it has to tell you about what you value, who you are, and maybe even about a new understanding of your relationship with your own body. I believe we can be fully present to the pain of loss. We can be in it while also still running our businesses, still experiencing joy and connection. It doesn't have to be one thing or the other. So being really flexible with yourself as you process grief in a variety of different ways and acknowledging that grief is the natural and normal reaction to all kinds of different losses. I'd love to hear what you think, answer any questions that you might have, drop me a note in the comments below. And if this topic really resonates with you, you may really enjoy my book, Touching Two Worlds, which is about this very thing, how you live in grief while also running a business, raising kids, being awesome in life. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Comments are always welcome, helpful. We do our best to respond to them in a timely manner. And we are here, my team and I, to help you navigate grief as it relates to your life as an entrepreneur and your human existence.